Uh, today, we, at the 8.30 Mass, we have the Children's Mass, which is just one of the great joys of my life. The, the sanctuary was packed with kids. And I asked them, I said, raise your hand, how many of you have ever asked your parents for something and they said no? <laughs> you know. I said, well, has it, what if they have said wait? Of course, yes. And I said, well, and I'm sure they've said yes too. Yes, of course. Okay, so sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes the answer is not yet. Um, so it is with God. Now, in the first reading, we hear Habakkuk dealing with this and then God's answer being the righteous wait on the Lord. The righteous do not demand what they want now on their terms and their time frame. The righteous wait patiently in faith for the Lord. And we get to the gospel and the apostles say to Jesus, increase our faith. And it's just a, it's, it's sort of quizzical, his answer, right? Because on one hand, he's basically saying, well, if you had just a little bit of faith, you could do amazing things. That's what he's saying. If you just had a little bit of faith, you could do amazing things because of that faith. But then he goes on to tell the story about essentially God and, and each of us, but a man who has a servant. The servant finishes wor his work and he's like, well, if, if your servant finishes his work and he comes into the house, you're not gonna say, okay, I'll wait on you now. No, he's still a servant. He'll wait on me, the master of the house. And when I'm done, he'll get his food. He'll get his dinner. And then he says, you know, of course, and this is in reference to all of us. When you've done merely what you've been commanded to do, what you've been obliged to do, recognize that that's it. And I think part of the problem we have is um, we, we want a reward. Now, some of that is just kind of natural, right? Because if we work hard at anything, we, we want some kind of payoff. I mean, I remember when I was uh, first learning things like piano and, you know, playing scales over and over and over and over, ad, truly ad nauseum. But you had to do it if you wanted to get better. Or playing baseball, being in that batting cage over and over. I still could never hit a, I mean, I could now, but I, then I couldn't hit a curveball. But you know, the blisters on your hands and just repetition, repetition, repetition. Everything we learn, basically, we learn because of repetition over and over and over, preparing for a test, you know, preparing for a math test and doing those problems over and over and over. You don't get better at something unless you practice, right? It takes time, it takes effort. But after we've done that, after we've gotten to the point where we have, let's say, mastered something, there's a certain joy because of it. There's a certain, uh, you know, payoff because of it. And so I, I think that in the spiritual life, we'd like to see the same sort of results because the spiritual life needs to be seen in a very similar fashion, which is namely, we have to work at it. It doesn't just get better. Our faith doesn't just grow magically. The Lord gives us a bit, and then he entrusts us to grow it with his grace. But it's dependent upon our practicing. Uh, virtue also, right? I mean, you speak of virtue as, as something that is habituated. It becomes a habit. You know, we become 
sort of the virtue. We become patient. But the only way to become patient is going through the, the trials of practicing patience until you incorporate it so much that you're just more patient, right? Any of the virtues, all of the virtues are the same way. So any way that we grow in life spiritually, morally, you know, with virtue, it's through the arduous practice, which means there's going to be failure, but we also get a payoff. Like getting better at things in life is, it's, it's very rewarding. It's really very rewarding. Um, and I have found very few things. I'm sure this has been said, right? The old adage. I don't remember the old adage, but I know it goes something like, you know, there's, there's nothing good in life that is gained easily, right? It's, it's all the things that are gained in life that are worth something take effort and time and patience. So too with the spiritual life. And the Lord is basically telling us, telling his apostles, telling us this day that he's the one who determines the timing. And it's really hard to argue with God. I mean, sometimes, I, I don't think that it's a sin to necessarily do so and to express you know, I keep praying for this and you have yet to grant it and I'm a little upset about that. I think that's okay. There's certainly enough scriptural evidence to say that those who do that, Job, namely, above all, were still considered righteous. Um, there's one thing, it's one thing to express our discontent with God's timing. It's another thing to lose faith over it. I think it's okay to express it, but to still understand it's always on his timeline. God always wins. We know that. We don't necessarily like it, but it's just true. God always wins. You know, and uh, I was doing a little bit of research about some things that take time. For an oak tree to become a mature oak, it takes 75 years. The Grand Canyon, which is you know, it, it's almost overwhelming when you see it's so, it's, it's almost, you can't even put words to it. It's just so majestic and massive. You see it, it's one of those things you see in life and you think, is that real or is that a painting or is that, you know, I mean, obviously it's real, but it, it's, it takes us out of sort of ourselves to such a degree. I had the same experience, uh, well, and so first, my point about the Grand Canyon, there's different estimates about how long it took. You know, there's everything from the oldest parts being 50 to 70 million years to, you know, four to six million years, other parts of it. I guess it's some big debate amongst geologists. I would know I'm not a geologist. It doesn't seem like a thing to debate about, but I guess it matters. Either way, it's long. It took a long time to get there. I had the same experience of that majesty and awe when I first saw St. Peter's Square for the first time you know, gazing upon St. Peter's, the, the, the edifice in the distance, because it looks like a painting. And, and of course, we've seen our picture, and we've seen so many pictures of it, that to behold it, it's just so majestic and amazing. St. Peter's itself, that entire area, took hundreds of years. It takes dedication, time, and commitment for our faith to, to bear fruit. It just takes time. The Lord is going to give us things here and there. It's not like he's, he's going to hold out on us forever. But I have found consistently God's favorite answer to prayer 
is not yet. And it frustrates me probably as much as it does you. His favorite answer is not yet. But there's a value to that. Imagine a God who gave us everything we asked for as soon as we asked for it, presuming that what we asked for was good. Just imagine what that would do to your children. It's the easiest comparison. It would ruin your children. And I know children, you like to get what you want when you ask for it, right? Because you're also learning patience and that's okay. We're all learning patience, by the way. And it's difficult, right? Because, you know, Amazon Prime, like it used to be next day or it used to be two days, then it was next day and now it's like the same day. It's fantastic, right? Or Instacart, how instant, pretty instant, right? I mean, if you're willing to pay for it, it gets there quickly. You wanna watch a show, you wanna binge it, put on Netflix or Hulu and then turn the speed up. You can get through more episodes than you'd ever imagined. Everybody sounds like a chipmunk, but still. <laughs> right? So we're used to sort of immediacy. And because of that experience culturally, especially, um, it becomes even more of a tension with God who just is not that way. And it becomes, I'm sure families, you experience this with your kids, right? You're, you're trying to teach them that, you know, not everything should you get right away. There's a value in waiting and appreciating what you get and holding out. It's the same with God. Because what he's after is not just the gift or the answer of yes. What he's after with us is a long, sustained, committed relationship. That's what he wants. And so if you look at the things in your life you're waiting on, with your spouse, with a friend, children, grandchildren. And we, we all have stuff, you know, and we've been praying and praying and praying and praying. Lord, how long? Like Habakkuk, how long? Well, as long as it takes. But our job is to remain faithful and steadfast. Do not lose hope. Do not lose confidence. God knows what he's doing. And he will bring everything to its proper fruition. He will take care of all of the people we love. He will make sure that everything we need, we will be given in his time. Let us pray.